in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. While the information on this podcast is believed to be correct, you should verify all facts. Nothing in this podcast is to be construed as financial advice. It is not the offer for you to purchase any instrument or any interest in any financial contract, including but not limited to insurance. The opinions expressed in this podcast are mine and mine alone. They are not affiliated with the Department of Health and Human Services or financial institution. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So all the buzz, all the talk nowadays is what? About health care? Have you seen that? Have you noticed that? Unless you're underneath a rock, you know that we've had a, a national discussion about health care. Well, a big part of that for a lot of people, especially a lot of people that listen to this radio program, is Medicare. And so I've invited a gentleman on who's, who's actually done some uh, what I'm going to call groundbreaking work. He's written a book called Maximize Your Medicare, the 2014 edition. And you can get information about that at, ready, MaximizeYourMedicare.com. Clever. So the author, he's a chartered life underwriter, chartered financial consultant, licensed insurance agent. His name is Jay O. Jay, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me, David. You're very welcome. How was that for an intro? Solid. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Well, I want people to know that the, the people that come on this program are experts in their fields, and, and, and you certainly are. And uh, so give me a little bit of background about you and what, you, what you've been up to and what prompted you to write this book. Well, I'm a certified financial planner. Yay! And, yep. And what happens is when I meet with people, and that's the basis of the book, is a lot of confusion about Medicare. Hmm. Medicare is almost universally under, misunderstood not only from people who are turning 65, but in addition to people who are existing Medicare beneficiaries. More important, maybe equally importantly, is extended families have no idea about how Medicare works. And as a result, adult-age children who are turned, who are being relied upon by their parents who are gradually aging, are asked, can you help me with my paperwork? Can you help me with my administration? Because, you know, it's getting too much for me to handle. Yeah. They get handed Medicare as part of that, and they mm. have no idea because the mechanism of Medicare and the mechanics of Medicare are fundamentally different from the way that health insurance before you turn 65. So when you add this up and you add up the anecdotes of meeting people day to day, I decided to write a book which has no bias towards any individual situation or any carrier or any policy, but really talk about what the Medicare choices that face a person and some of the ramifications. That's excellent. That's very good. Well, thank you for contributing something like this to what's available to us, and I'm going to be looking to get a copy of the book myself. Of course, you could send one to me. That would be nice, Jay. But I, That sounds like that sounds fair. <laughs> yeah, send me one, sign it, and I've got a couple of books, and I also appreciate what you've done with writing the book because I've written a couple of books myself, and I'll send you mine, and I think you'll like you'll like it with what you're doing as a, I know that you are an independent advisor, and I think you'll find some of what's in my books 
very relevant to what you're doing as well. I think so, it's a better trade for me. But thank uh, you. <laughs> you're being, now you're being very generous, but uh, gifts are accepted. Thank you. <laughs> so let's talk about, I, I think the th- one of the things that my listeners are going to want to hear, Jay, and, and we have people listening to this on, I have a new app, Real Money David Holland. You go to your, your search uh, on your iPhone or your Android, and you go in there and you can pull up my app. And this program will be on there along with others and we also have people listening on various uh, am stations so with that what are some of the things that would surprise people maybe we're talking about that child that adult child who's going to be helping mom or dad out with the medicare or uh, maybe somebody who's about to become medicare age eligible what are some of the biggest surprises that people have about medicare i think you generally speaking the first stop that i usually make and i have presented at library systems in public at local colleges as well in public is that especially when it comes to hospital which is the first line on the red white and blue card it says hospital there that the while the cost is free for those who have paid taxes into the Medicare system that the deductible is not an annual deductible I think that that is the first stop, meaning that for 2014, the amount that you pay is more than $1,200 for a hospital admission, but more importantly is that's not an annual deductible, but that is something by a term that Medicare calls benefit period. Mm. And in the book, I explain that benefit period can be better understood as medical event. Okay, okay. So that if you require a left knee joint replacement, that's a medical event. If four months later you require a right knee joint replacement in the same calendar year, you have another medical event and therefore face another deductible. And you can have an unlimited number of medical events in a calendar year. So if you're going into the hospital uh, where, and you're taking full advantage of that new revolving door they have on the front of the hospital, and, <laughs> right. and you're going through there for every one of these uh, events or episodes, uh, you've got a new $1,200 deductible to meet for that hospital stay. And that has no limit. So theoretically, wow. right, I mean, you have to be pretty unlucky right, to use right. the revolving door every few days. But, and as a result, just from that one fact alone, you can see and it highlights the fact that the red, white, and blue card by itself may be a good start as far as medical or health insurance coverage for a person who is eligible, but it there are holes on what Medicare doesn't cover. So that's and this is where the um, the supplemental policies come into play. That's correct. Yeah. Fascinating. And so then it be so now you can understand how it interfaces with financial planning, meaning that Yeah, sure. Cost control, uh, healthcare cost planning, then, depending on a person's situation, resources, health background, and priorities, of course, is somebody should have a fully informed choice about the risks that they face. The only way to do that is have a complete set of the information of how Medicare actually works. And that's the point for, of Medi- Maximize Your Medicare. Inside, there are a number of real world examples, real life examples of people that I've met. I call them This Happens. And there are these scenarios of different people from different walks of life, different financial situations Hmm. and choices they made and some of the implications, ramifications they faced. 
it's fine to me, and maybe you have a different view, David, is that I, it's fine for me to someone to accept the risk if they know knowingly choose that risk. I agree with they've that. they've got a set of priorities. What people face under Medicare is that they're taking a risk or facing a risk unintentionally. Mm. Unintentionally. And that's what I'm trying to prevent here. Thank you. That, and, I, and I thank you for that effort because I, I do the same thing when I talk about long-term care, for example. It's the same conversation. Look, you don't have to buy a policy. You don't have to do it. You just need to have, I call it an active decision about knowing the risks and knowing the costs and knowing that you've at least looked at it instead of dismissing it. So that's an essential thing. Uh, if you're just joining us, J.O. is our guest. He is a certified financial planner. I love that, of course. Chartered financial consultant, chartered life underwriter, licensed insurance agent, and he's written the book, Maximize Your Medicare. MaximizeYourMedicare.com is the website as well. Stay right there. Quick break. More with Jay. Have you noticed most of the financial literature available is either so specific it doesn't apply or too generic to answer even the most basic questions? This revelation inspired David Holland to write his first two books, Confessions of a Financial Planner, Secrets to a Secure Retirement, and How to Get Great Advice and Avoid Financial Scams. These how-to guides contain easily accessible information on a wide variety of topics concerning personal finances. An effortless weekend read, you'll find clarification on what a mutual fund is, how to choose the right financial professional, and much more. Call Holland Financial at 888-747-PLAN to request a free excerpt from David's first book, Secrets to a Secure Retirement. The number again is 888-747-7526 or visit davidholland.com for more information on this innovative book series. Welcome back. J.O. is on the line with me, Certified Financial Planner, CLU, CHFC, Independent Agent. He's written the book, Maximize Your Medicare, and I love that he's done that. MaximizeYourMedicare.com's website, and I've already been there, a lot of good stuff. Hey, Jay, so uh, I want I know we can get into some more details and some other nuances. Or, you know, we, we started going down the path of what are some of the things that people are surprised about, and you mentioned, of course, the hospital deductible being a per-event or episode before we continue some of that, I want to make sure I don't forget this. And uh, one of the things, of course, that has been much discussed as part of the um, entrance or introduction of Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, is the impact on Medicare. And there's some $700 billion or something like that that is supposed to be defunded or taken out of Medicare and going over to Obamacare. Do, do you Have you been watching that or listening to what's going on there? And can you speak to that at all? As first, uh, David, nothing changes as far as the timeline that people face when they enroll in Medicare. And you probably have heard certain stories at the end of last year where somebody's calling up a person, a senior, and saying, you need to do this mm-hmm. or that, right. otherwise you will lose your Medicare. That is an untruth. The deadlines, etc., are staying in place as is. Now, to your point, it remains an open question about the effectiveness. They're trying to put, certainly, the reason that I wrote the book, one of those reasons is that as you, as we both can probably conclude easily, which is that the fiscal backdrop, the financial markets backdrop, demographic backdrop, all are working in the same way, uh, which is kind of going away from you. We have a deficit. We have, you know, father time continues, as well as 10,000 people a day turning 65 every day. Yeah. So 
being able to exactly identify, yes, Medicare is going to be weaker as a result of that one factor is going to be very difficult to pin down. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean, sure. Because it's hard to say, well, the fact is there are more than 51 million more than 51 million people carrying that red, white, and blue card. Wow. That's and a huge 10, number. <laughs> and 10,000 people a day are turning being added. 65. Yeah. Well, and I, I just wanted to hit it because I know it's a, a timely topic. I think, I think the point we could take from it, Jay, is that given all of the things that are going to impact Medicare, it's certainly uh, important, if not really crucial, for people to try to make the most of their Medicare or and maximize their Medicare. So maximize your Medicare, the book, and the website. Let me ask you to continue then with some of the things I think that would, and I'm, I'm sure you address a lot of this in your book. What are some of you mentioned the hospital stay, um, the deductible there? What are some of the other surprises that people come to when they start getting into the Medicare system, if you will? I think that at, we're at the beginning of the year, and you will have anecdotal evidence. People certainly in Florida or in other areas heavily populated is that the prescription plans change every year. <laughs> which means either the standalone Part D or the prescription benefits embedded in a Medicare Advantage plan, the terms and conditions of the cost-sharing terms and conditions change every year. And so one of the recommendations of the book, as well as whenever I present in public, is I ask people to check their list of prescriptions compared to the standalone prescription plan every year because the changes that are taking place can make a very large difference, especially on a percentage basis. We're talking about um, there's been a study on it in the past, and if anything, I'd say it understates it, which is that by not changing, you give up basically 10% running every year. Hmm. And if anything, I see that that, uh, just anecdotally, I would say that that difference is probably you know, sounds low to me because the copay schedules and the the way that you get charged for your, your medications, depending on what medications you take, that list is changing. There are a large number of moving factors, and all of those factors change every year. Now, the flip side is that the uh, enrollees get the free option to change every year without restriction. Okay. So as a result... Um, you know, the financial planning 101 even is, you know, don't give away a free option, and that's one there available for you. So that it it is worth the time and effort, and it will not take 30 minutes at all. You know, once a year when the new plans are released, you know, at the end of the third quarter, then you will be able to compare plans and choose the most efficient one for your you know, list of prescriptions. Well, that's very good. So are you talking about, is this, under, is this under Part D? It is under Part D, and then in addition to that, you can also look at your prescriptions under a Medicare Advantage prescription drug, MAPD, which is Medicare Advantage prescription drug plan. You can also then see what your anticipated prescription costs under that plan would be. That may lead to a different selection hmm. uh, because you, let's just say you have good health or you don't go to the doctor very often, but you require a, a list of medications. Well, the different plans, that moving language on the prescription portion does change. And what ends up happening 
is that in January, people have left their plan in place, and then they realize that the fine print has changed, Hmm. or the approved list of prescriptions has changed, and as a result, their bill, when they go to the pharmacy, has changed dramatically. That can happen. Interesting. If you're just joining us, J.O. is my guest, CFP, CLU, CHFC, Impressive Credentials. The book is Maximize Your Medicare, and the website is the same.com. Quick break. We'll be right back. Did you know living longer could be the death of your retirement? According to the U.S. Census Bureau, babies born today can expect to live until an average age of 78. Whether you're retiring today, tomorrow, or in 20 years, you must ask yourself, will your retirement plan go the distance? Holland Financial is ready to help. Call 888-747-PLAN to schedule your free consultation or visit us at davidholland.com. And we are back with J.O. He's written the book, Maximize Your Medicare, MaximizeYourMedicare.com. And again, I've been to the website and a lot of good stuff there. Uh, Jay, talk, talk to me. Um, so we talked about the hospital. We talked about prescriptions. And, and we also, where are we, again, for those of us who are not as tuned in to Medicare, where are we in terms of enrollment period and disenrollment periods? Where are we now in terms of the, the timing? Because we'll save this show and it'll be in our archive. Let's speak to when that happens uh, during the year, each year. Every year, you can make changes to your prescription plan or your Medicare Advantage plan without restriction from October 15th to December 7th. Okay. Um, we are now out of that period. Uh, beginning in January, however, there is a period which we are now in the middle of. It is the, sec- the end of the first week of February. It runs through February 14th. So January 1st to, to February 14th, there is something called Medicare Advantage Disenrollment Period. We are in the middle of it now. You can make, you can cancel your or disenroll from Medicare Advantage and choose a different plan, meaning that you can go to Medigap and a standalone prescription plan, but that is subject to some very important conditions which have to do with your health. Okay. Meaning that if, and we've got all of these moving dates, etc., but and it is a little bit com- complicated, but what I would encourage people, if they are not satisfied, is to contact an expert and see whether or not that's an appropriate choice. Very good, very good. Let me ask you this, Jay, uh, and I know I know you will enjoy speaking to this because I do address this on a fairly regular basis. One of the other surprises that people, and unfortunately they don't know this until they're dealing with it, and it's just very, very difficult and expensive surprise is the fact that uh, Medicare is not designed for long-term, long, long-term care. And so uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, and I'm sure you run into that. And of course, this prompts the need for you know the traditional uh, or even some of the new uh, innovative products out there in the marketplace that address the need for long-term care, assisted care, home, ca- home health care, nursing care. Medicare only has a limited number of days, and they have to they have to follow a medical stay. Correct? That's correct. Um, you've got it exactly right. You need in order to get the first twenty days of skilled nursing care facility cost paid, you need to be an inpatient status at a hospital for three midnights. Okay. So that's the first criteria. All right. So that gets oh. you 20 days, but it's got to be skilled and it's got to be, what the term is, recuperative in nature? 
You're correct, and not only that, but there has been confusion in the past about the transition from hospital to a skilled nursing care facility, but basically you have to be inpatient status. You cannot be under outpatient or something called observation status. You must be inpatient status for three days, and then you get the 20 days, uh, like you pointed out. And then there's cost-sharing from the 21st to the 100th, and then, of course, beyond that, you get 100% of the cost. So you've pointed out something, long-term care, of course, that does not include, and none of those, of course, include custodial care. Right. That's not somebody coming into your house and doing your laundry or or, or somebody helping you uh, you know, go to the grocery store or helping you get in and out of the bathroom, for that matter. This is all has to be... It really, the key word is nursing. I mean, it's got to be, yeah, recuperative, right? And, and this is where a lot of people are unfortunately very sadly surprised when they see this uh, because it's a, it's a serious, serious thing. I guess the, there is one improvement. I think it's a, you know unequivocal improvement in 2013 that occurred, which is that there used to be something called improvement status. Okay. But that now won't, no longer exists. So oh, that okay. is very helpful for people who are first diagnosed with Alzheimer's, for okay. example. Okay, okay. Right? Where there's, net, where, you know, at the current time, there's no uh, hope for improvement necessarily, So, but now you don't need that portion in order to receive Medicare Part A benefits. Excellent. Very good. J.O.'s our guest. The website is MaximizeYourMedicare.com. You'll find more information about our subject and also the book, Maximize Your Medicare. One more quick break. We'll be right back with Jay. If you had a serious health issue, wouldn't you want a second opinion? Is your financial well-being any different? Make sure your retirement plan is the best it can be for your situation. An independent financial advisor can review key elements like stock market exposure, diversification, and fees. Holland Financial is ready to help. Call 888-747-PLAN to schedule your free consultation or visit us at davidholland.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're just joining me. Well, you've missed a good one. You'll have to go. Uh, you'll have to go pick this up and listen to it again. Jo's been my guest, and maximize your Medicare is the book and the website. So we were talking before the break about long-term care, and I appreciate your kind of confirming that for everybody, Jay, because that's something that we do talk about on a regular basis in my company to people to at least address this issue head on. And some people, you know, maybe the statistics out there is, you know what, the truth is, is maybe you are in that lucky one third of the population over 65 that never needs, you know, long-term care. But for the other 65% or so, uh, it's something they at least need to address head on. It certainly is something like you pointed out that they need to at least understand why and understand the risks they're taking as well as what the consequences, implications, if they do require, and just from the financial point of view, it is very burdensome, no doubt. You know, obviously long-term care, there's a big price tag there if somebody doesn't understand it. Uh, We've got just a minute or two left here, Jay. I wanted to ask you if you, in terms of Medicare and people not understanding, at least just anecdotally, because I know you've done plenty of research and you've talked to a lot of people in writing this book, any examples you can think of just quickly that uh, were, you know, a really, really big sticker shock, you know, where somebody found out something wasn't covered or they had expenses and they didn't have a maybe one of the uh, supplemental policies to help out? Any, any thoughts there? I mean, I think that there are two. The first one certainly is that they misunderstand the way that original Medicare works. I mean, okay. that is by far the majority, right? As far as big sticker shocks, persons that 
even well-known persons decide for whatever reason that the red, white, and blue card is a complete solution. Uh. Right. And then, so as a result, or they get disaffected, and they're tired of advertisements, they're tired of commercials, they're tired of the mail and phone calls, so they say, I'm tired of the whole thing, and then they ignore it. It goes straight to the trash can, <laughs> right? and they don't go through the ramifications and implications. I got you. That's so the there really are some, and I think I already know the answer to this, but that you would be a strong advocate then for people to take a hard look at the, uh, the supplemental plans that are available in the marketplace. Even if you have no, even if that extra dollar is food, there is, there are Medicare Advantage plans, for example, at very low cost, some even at zero. Very and good. And those at least have annual out-of-pocket maximums. That defi- at least that puts a limitation, right, on the total annual expense. Excellent. If you go without the red, white, just the red, white, and blue card, you don't have that limitation. All right, Jay. Well, unfortunately, we have a limitation, and that's time. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. J-O, he has written the books, Maximize Your Medicare, and the website is Maximize Your Medicare. Jay, we'll have you back another time. Thanks for being on the program. It's been my privilege. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jay. 